0: amen that was a blessing amen. amen truly the lord is good and faithful and truly um, uh bless us with that beautiful music so congratulations sister june and brother joe for reaching that um milestone amen uh, 54 years i'm asking my wife <laughs> can we reach that far okay but it's only by his grace amen and uh, his um his faithfulness to our lives, and there's a new trending right now in our church. If you're a couple, okay uh, the brunos uh had said a wonderful trending singing together stays together and the old pinto as well okay so staying uh singing together stays together. is that true? Right? Is that a challenge okay? Or serving together stays together. All right. Serving the Lord together. Okay. <laughs> all right. So if you want to sing for the Lord, then you can do it. Amen. As couple. And we'd like to, um, we love to hear um, special music from the, you know, the love groups of our church. Okay. So what a wonderful blessing. So thank you once again for that beautiful song, Come Home. All right, so hope that you are excited. Amen. As I do, uh, I feel nervous, but I, uh, I always pray to God that God will use me to um, uh, share the word of God. Okay. And before I share God's word, I would like to say, uh, not will sing, but some quote here. Uh, as he says here, uh, wait a minute. Okay, as preachers, anytime we preach, the most important thing we must remember is that we really only have one message, and it's Jesus. Amen? Whether we warn against sin and hell, rejoice in heaven and salvation, or expound any of the great truths of the scripture, it must all point back to Christ. He truly is our message. Amen? So... We preach Christ here in our church, amen? So that's the focal point. That's why we are here, because of him. And that's uh, the wonderful thing to share. And I would like to continue on in our, another series of studies, but uh, this is a wonderful uh, sight to behold or sight to see in the Bible, okay? The nights in the Bible. That's why our title of our message, this afternoon, A Night of Unprofitable Toil. And I believe you know the story behind this title. And uh, can I uh, encourage you to please rise up, please, as we open our Bible in John chapter 21. And you know what? John 21 is the last chapter of the book of John. Okay, John chapter 21, verses 1 to 14. So we will have a responsive um, reading of this beautiful Verses of this chapter, John chapter 21, verse 1 to 14. So, are you there? Amen. I will read verse 1 and uh, you will read verse 2 as we, and then until we finish until verse 14. So, the Bible says, After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and at night they caught nothing. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he gird his fishers' coat unto him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. Two of humans, the land with the as soon as they asked, they were come to land. They saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. The Verse 11. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes, an hundred and fifty and three. And for all there were so many, yet was not net, the net broken. Verse 13, Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise. Altogether now, this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from the dead. So as we can see here in the last verse that we read, okay, uh, this was the story after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful opportunity once again that you have given to us lord we are so blessed O oh lord god to be in this church to feast to your word O oh lord and thank you god for allowing us and and thank you lord for gathering us around O oh lord in this wonderful day And, Lord, we just want to humble ourselves before you, asking for thy mercy, asking for thy grace. Help us, O Lord, to be sensitive, O Lord God, to the leading and the teaching of the Holy Spirit, O Lord God. Help me, O Lord, as I use, O Lord, um, your word. I pray that your word might be seen, O Lord, not me. And I'm praying, O God, for your um, power, O Lord. And help us, O Lord, to... Satisfy our soul with your word, oh Lord God. And this is our spiritual food, and help us, oh Lord, to um, have the nourishment of it, oh Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for saving our, our soul. Thank you, Lord, for our salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So you may now be seated. I have a question before we uh, dive into our um, message. Who among you here loves the word at night? Wow, Brother Alex uh, <laughs> raised his hand. He has no choice. Uh, his schedule is uh, during night time. okay? And night owls, okay? So that's a challenging part, part, okay? You are working. You make your night day and your day night, okay? So during the day, you are sleeping, okay? And then during the night, you are working. So it's a, a challenging part. But you know what? In this... Um, um chapter or the verses that we read, okay, as I have said, this is after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that Jesus Christ was you know uh, seen by the disciple, okay? And um, these are the appearances of Jesus Christ after his resurrection. okay? He appeared to Mary Magdalene, you know that? The other woman at the tomb. Okay, Peter in Jerusalem, the troop travelers on the road, ten disciples behind the closed door. Okay, and all the disciples with Thomas. Okay, excluding you know what happened to Judas Iscariot at the time, and then uh, seven disciples while fishing. Okay, that's the our topic this afternoon and even uh, 11 disciples on the mountain okay and a crowd of 500 right in 1st Corinthians chapter 15 verse 6 and his brother James 1st Corinthians 15:7 and those who watched him ascend into heaven Luke chapter 24 verse 44 to 49 this means that our Lord Jesus Christ resurrected and we have a lot of witnesses amen, amen. And they testified that he is the risen Lord. Okay, When he says, I will be risen from the dead after three days, then it did. Amen? And the, the scripture was fulfilled. The prophecy was fulfilled. And we are so blessed. We are so blessed to know that from the scripture. But you know what? I'm just wondering. Why is it the Lord Jesus Christ showed himself first to the woman? Not men. Okay? Because they are the maritists or the broadcasters. right? You know what? Women in, in the church is very important. Amen? Even they are in silent inside the church, but they, you know, are loud outside. The okay? Proclaiming the good news. Amen? Okay? And you know what? Because um, I just observed with my wife, when there's a an event um, that I went to, uh, he, she's always asking me what happened. I, I was, uh I, I always give her um, general details, not not every detail. But she, she's, she kept on asking, what happened? How, how, how come is this? How come is that? All right. she knows. Uh, she wants to know every details. That's the I know that's the nature of the woman, right? Yeah. The the woman. And the side of the woman, but the man, oh, okay, uh, that's fine, all right, we already tell you the story, that's fine, okay <laughs> it's, it's okay. it's always uh summarize <laughs> summarize, not in details. So that's why um, maybe I'm, I'm I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking the Lord Jesus Christ showed himself first to the woman, because okay they can they can testify it right okay they can in detail all right with action and expression okay with with excitement with excitement really why the lord jesus christ didn't show himself to the disciples at this time we will see what happened to these disciples Why they are not excited? Why they are not on fire with the Lord? If you will compare themselves to to the women, when they saw the Christ, they were excited that we have the risen Lord, but how come these disciples went to fishing? Okay? I believe that they were afraid or ashamed of themselves. Okay? Because... They experienced the Lord Jesus Christ firsthand for three and a half years of his ministry. And at the end of the life of Christ, okay, when he was on the cross, where were they? Where were they? They were hiding. They were hiding. Only John the, the Beloved was there on the cross. And the the women, all the, the the ladies are there. So, where were they, especially Peter, uh, Peter, who's uh who's bold and brave and uh, you know expressive, okay? Where he was during the time he was far away from the Lord. And you know what? After the resurrection, he's still. Far away. He's supposed to be the one who is excited to see Christ. He saw it at first time, but during this time, the third time that Jesus Christ showed himself, as we can see in the first verse, as after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. Okay? So we will learn something here. That is, um, you know, a wonderful sight to behold. Amen. And hope that you will uh, let me preach. Amen. Because I have uh, five pages here of um, outline. And uh, last time I preached, I think uh, I was short. Okay. Now, let's have a long preaching. Is that good for you? Amen. So. The time now is uh, 3.25. <laughs> Amen. So, mamaya siguro may magsasabi na preach on Pharaoh. Alright. <laughs> okay, so I will start with this illustration. You know what the final chapter of 1 Kings uh, relates to Isaiah and Gebur on the Red Sea. Okay, and the king who sat on the throne in the kingdom of judah was jehoshaphat jehoshaphat built his ships long at his uh, last his fleet was prepared with the sound of trumpets and the unfurling of banners the benediction of royalty the anchors were filtered or lifted the sails were set and the fleet sailed out of esaiyon gibor down the red sea bound far for far off appear in quest of wealth. But what happened? If you will open your Bible in 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 48, what happened here? Jehoshaphat made ships of Tarshish to go to appear for gold, but they went not, for the ships were broken at Zion birth okay they build a fleet. Uh, they prepared for a sail. they have the knowledge in going to the sea, okay to travel on the sea. but what had happened? There came a storm and their ship were broken. Yeah. So interestingly,... Um, here in this um, passage in First Kings chapter 20 to verse 48, there's a connection here in uh, First King's chapter, I believe chapter nine, verse 28 to oh, 26 to 28. Let's try to open that uh, Scripture, First Kings chapter 9, verse 26 to 28. OK? As we can see here, these verses. And King Solomon made a v- navy of ships in Ezion-Geber, which is beside Eliot, on the shore of the Red Sea and in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent in the navy his servants, shipmen that had knowledge of the sea, with the servants of Solomon. And they came to appear and fetch for, from thence gold, four hundred and twenty talents and brought it to King Solomon. Okay? So, they heard the news from the experience of Solomon. So, that's why Jehoshaphat want to get that gold also. So, he prepared for the ships, for their sailing, but what had happened? So, the storm broke out and ships were destroyed the ship were destroyed it is kind of unprofitable toil the word toil they work hard extremely or work extremely hard and in this instance it's not you know they they gain nothing okay they profit nothing all right so I just uh, searched the place, okay. The word "appear" um, in our ancient time, or in the ancient name is "appear," but in our time today is what we called Sri Lanka, okay. Country. What country is the appear today? Sri Lanka, okay. That um, they were, they found a lot of um, gold there, okay. So, and uh, and some of uh, my re- research in, in the internet also, uh, it says here the question, is the Philippines the land of a peer? right? So maybe they reach the Philippines. So Talibo considered the uh, Philippines as as the ancient land of gold, which is written in the Bible. Dr. Nar considered Philippines not only as biblical land of gold, opere, but he is pointing out to be the ancient habitat of ancient humanity. That's why King Solomon knew it before. So I don't know if this is real or <laughs> I just ate, uh, you know. Alright? Okay, so there you go. So there are a lot of gold. So can we go to the Philippines to dig the gold? No. (laughs) Wala ngayon yung gold doon. So, as we can see here, that's a side note of it. But the effort was there, but you know, they didn't gain any profit. Okay? That was a night of unprofitable toil. That's what happened to the disciples also in John chapter 21. John chapter 21, we can see the story that they toil all night. They were fishermen. They were expert in fishing. They toil all night and they got nothing. Nidilis, wala nakuha. You know what, what we ate, the small fish, right, this, this lunch? Even that small fish, they got nothing okay, during their toil. So we will have um, three points outlined this afternoon. First thing here, unprofitable, unprofitable toil follows a reversion to your former life. As we take a look on verse 3 and verse 4, Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. Instead of Lord asking, Lord, oh, what will have me to do after your resurrection? Lord, what do you want me to do after your resurrection? They go a fishing. It is a reversion. okay, A return to their previous state, practice, or belief. Okay. They go to their former life. And I believe that Peter was discouraged. Amen? Because of his denial to Christ. He denied Jesus Christ three times. And he was ashamed of what he did for Christ. He should be the one to you no, know, to be there to stand for Christ. But he was so afraid. He left his Christ and hid himself. So even after Peter had seen the risen Lord, he seemed ready enough to return to the way of life that he had known before when he said, I go a fishing. And sadly, a former aversion to your former life influences others. Okay? Influences others. Instead of doing that thing by himself, he influences other disciples to go with him. So what happened here? Peter, impulsed to resume his former life for a night, did not fail to influence others to follow him. For they said, we also go with thee. As we can see in verse 3. They say unto him, we also go with thee. You know what? Others look to you for guidance. Your influence on them may have a, determinal, a detrimental effect. Okay? Peter was, a, we know that he's a natural born leader. And the other disciples looked to him for guidance from the day he joined them. But you know what? Here he betrayed the sacred trust that they had placed in him. And led them to go fishing where he should have led them to go witnessing of the resurrected Lord. It should be like that, right? They have to witness. They have to, 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 to be proud that their Christ is a risen Lord. But what happened? We know that the resurrection is the victory. But what happened to these disciples so they were with him other disciples so you are responsible for others whom you influence who was to blame for this night of unprofitable toil what is your answer who was to blame the obvious answer is peter right But since he had influenced others to join him. So he is the the person. Okay? And secondly, here, first is the reversion of your former life influences others. And aversion to your former life results in empty, empty hands. We can see the thought here that night they caught nothing. That night, they caught nothing. These men, they were professional fishermen. Okay, They were professional fishermen. They know where to fish. They know what time to fish. They know everything about fishing. This is their life, fishing. But sad to say, they caught nothing. Why is it uh every uh, fisherman loves to fish at night? in the sea. Why they they didn't fish during the daytime? They don't want to get sunburned. <laughs> right? That's a good one. <laughs> okay. Because the fish they were sleeping. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay. It's cooler and uh I think the fish they are trying to try on the sh- shallow part of the ocean during during nighttime, they want to see the moon, they want to enjoy the stars okay the star gazing okay uh, but kidding aside that's their profession they know that <laughs> you know what it's hard to fish during daytime right have have you have you experienced that yeah. fishing during daytime There are a lot of disturbances they are afraid of people when they see you they you know they will run away. Okay? Not run away. They swim away. <laughs> they don't have feet. Okay, so in John chapter 21, verse 3, As once before the disciples toiled all the night long and caught nothing, because night was the best time for fishing, failure to catch anything was disturbing to accomplish fishermen, as James, John, and Peter. So here we can see sometimes we discover that a reversion uh, to our former ways results in empty hands because the old ways no longer bring joy. Amen? The old ways no longer bring joys. Once you tasted the Lord, then, then you, if you want to be out of the Lord, then... It will, it will not satisfy you anymore. A wayward Christian who returns to his old life will discover that those things that once satisfied and thrilled no longer thrill, but live empty and heart remorseful. Regretful. Right? That's what happened to David when he fell into sin. That's why his prayer is to create me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. He cannot survive. He cannot enjoy the life of sin. But he is enjoying the life with God. Amen? The fellowship was broken because of that sin. And thank God, our God is the restorer of fellowship amen restore fellowship. but here thirdly here a reversion to your former life makes you insensitive to the presence of christ john chapter 21 verse 4 but when the morning notice when the morning was come jesus stood on the shore he was on the shore but disciples knew not that it was jesus okay they knew not that it was jesus how come they didn't recognize jesus christ he was with them for three and a half years they know christ better than us but how come in this time they didn't recognize jesus christ because of preoccupation with other things you may become insensitive to the presence of God. These disciples were so busy steering their ship, lowering and lifting their nets, and arranging their gear that they did, did not even recognize Christ as He stood on the shore. And what time was, was that? In the morning. There's light. Okay? Okay? They didn't even, even recognize Christ. Okay? But during night time, you can see a person, right? But in this time, in the morning, they didn't recognize the Lord. And also because of num numbing effect of sin, you may become insensitive to the presence of Christ. Okay? We have some examples in the Bible, like uh, the life of Samson. You know that Samson is the once mighty in the Lord. But what happened? awakening to the fact that his reversion to his former life has left him weak and was so callous, he's unaware whether his, the Lord's presence is near or far away. He fell into sin and the presence of the Lord was not with him. The presence of God is his strength, not, you know, the hair (laughs) that he had. Okay? The presence of God is his strength. So, as we can see here, unprofitable toil follows a reversion to your former life. Okay? You know the word backslidden, okay? Or backslide. So, as we can see, second thing. Second thing here, unprofitable unprofitable toil finds its solution in Christ. Amen? Its solution in Christ. Verse uh, 5 and 6, And then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? Okay, they answered him, No. in verse 6, And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find... They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. That was their problem. They told all night and they caught nothing. But at the words of Christ, that they need to cast the net on the right side of the ship. Why is it right, right side? Because the Lord is always right. Amen? Not left. Okay. The Lord is always right. That's why it's good to be a right-handed person. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Okay, so they cast the net on the right side of the ship. The night was dark, the disciples downcast, and their nets empty until Jesus entered the scene and spoke from the shore. They were soon to find Jesus Christ the solution to their night of unprofitable toil. He is the solution of every problem, amen, that we have. So Christ expresses a concern in our moments of unprofitable toil, okay? And we know that Christ still is concerned about us, even though that they drifted from Christ, even though that they were far from Christ, Christ is still concerned. Amen. Because Christ's will is that you bear much fruit. He is concerned. In John chapter 15, verse 8, herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. God wants to continue his plan for you. God wants to continue his uh, goal for you to serve him, to be fruitful, to be productive as Christians. And we know that God is the God of second chances. Amen? Second chances. God has given us a lot of chances to go back and to be fruitful. And not only that, because the progress of Christ's kingdom depends on your fruitfulness. He expressed a concern. Okay? In John 15:16, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit. That your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. That your fruit should remain. Amen. So that's why we're here because of the fruit, the labor of love of those people who share God's word. Amen. And that is the purpose, that's why we're here. we we are here we we need to share the word of God and they will the fruit that we labor so Christ expresses a concern in our moments of unprofitable thought God wants to use them and God wants to give them the second chance secondly Christ issues a command okay what if the disciples did not obey God at this time? Jesus Christ. What if they didn't cast the net on the right side? They will not experience the miracle of God. They will not experience the answer of God to their question or to their problem. In verse 6, and he said, Cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find And they did. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it from the multitude of fishes. Remember, they were tolling all night, but at this time, it is a morning time. They caught a lot of fishes. Isn't it that great? God knows everything. Jesus knows where the fish are. They're just waiting for the net for them to be caught caught up by the disciples. Jesus prepared the, the fishes. And we have here the number of fishes. How many fishes? Okay. 153 healthy, big fishes. Amen? It's a quality size fishes. So, that's uh that's the answer of God to them, and God will give them the best shot right the best the best answer to their problem so said they they can see here the command of Christ may call for an un, unusual so they didn't ask God oh why why we we need to cast, to cast um the net again we told all night, we're tired, but you can see the the obedience here amen even though they were far away from god we can see that they still believe god amen they still believe jesus they cast their net so the command the disciples net was usually let down on the left side of the ship the command to lower it on the right side side called useful unusual action so This is um, a useful thing to them that they need to cast their nets on the left side. But at this time, the Lord told them to be on the right side. Because they want to be right, okay? With God. right? Because they left God. right? They left Jesus Christ. Okay? And they want the Lord Jesus Christ wants them to be right with him. So they cast on the right side of the ship. So anyway, they could have reason okay we have been lowering the net from the place where you have commanded that we lower it now so why should lowering again make any real difference yes because he's god amen he knows everything amen he knows where the fish are god knows everything can you see uh can you see here that he, he can even see the 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 no. The sea, okay, where the fish are. So Christ's commands provide provides needed guidance, amen. With all their knowledge of the sea, the disciples were in need of divine guidance, in order to fish with any degree of success. We may know the sea well. We may have the finest nets made, we may have years of experience, but still, we need divine guidance in the work of our Lord. Amen? I believe most of us here are professionals. We know something. Amen? Some of us are jack-of-all-trades. Okay? But not master of none. (laughs) You, you know something that you master. Okay? But you know, in life, we don't know everything. Amen? We don't know everything. Okay? There are things that we don't know. But Christ knows it all. He knows everything. He has that power. He is God. And still, as human, as children of Him, we need His guidance that's why it's important to go to church amen Amen. to hear the guidance of the lord to hear the word of god that's why it's important important to to read the word of god to study his word because we need the guidance of god okay and we know that we're still in sanctification process of our christian walk with him okay we are we need to grow every day in our christian walk with the lord until the glorification uh, the glorification will happen to us in heaven. There will be a perfect life there. Amen? So, as we can see here, Christ makes possible life's great accomplishment. In verse 6, and he said, and I would like to quote it again. Cast the net on the right side, and ye shall find. And they cast, and now they were not able. As you can see, they were not able. Able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. See how God blessed them, how God answered their problem. You cannot even hold it. <laughs> Amen. You cannot even, you know, carry it. That that's how God blessed them. When Christ's commands are obeyed, lives accomplishments begin to be realized you know what every time that we have challenges in our life we need Christ always don't let that Christ is far away from you and you will face the challenge by yourself you have to include Christ amen amen Any challenges, any problem that we are facing, we need Christ. We cannot do it by our own self, with our strength, with our ability. We are limited. Amen? But God is powerful. But God is powerful. So that's why every success that we accomplish, it is Christ. Amen? It is Christ. We have to glorify Christ because of Him. He gave the accomplishment. Accomplishments made possible by Christ surpass our fondest expectation. These disciples were not able to draw the net full of fishes in the boat, they drew it in the water to the shore. After hours of catching nothing, the most there were hoping for a small catch of fish. But to their other amazement, uh, amazement, they caught so many fish that they couldn't care for them in their usual manner. As we can see how God blessed them. So there is a blessing in obedience. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. So that's why it's very important. Children, obey your parents Amen. in the Lord. For this is right. Okay? I always um, quoting that verse most especially verse 2 if you want to live long okay you have to honor your parents all right if you want to live a um, hundred years old for your life then you have to you know that's the secret secret ingredient obey your parents amen and it's for your own good and all of us here are children right Children in the sight of God. We are children of God and we need to obey God also. In obedience, we can see here that there is a blessing in obedience. Amen? And what if they didn't obey? Maybe they, Christ will chastise them. <laughs> I don't know. They will not receive the blessing of God if they will not obey. But there's blessing in obedience. Amen? So lastly, amen? Okay, so uh, wala pang isang oras. Okay. So, lastly, unprofitable toil affords some wor- worthy lesson or lessons. As we can see here, from um, verse 7 to verse 14. Okay? So, this morning, we have a wonderful um, lesson about alabaster box and our missionary uh, friend um, shared a beautiful message about giving and truly we enjoyed uh, the message amen and we were challenged for our, uh, our, our commitment to God in giving but you know what Judas said what a waste right what a waste okay but this is the waste that we can see here what a waste to go through the whole night of unprofitable toil Okay, and not learn some valuable lesson from it. Okay, And not learn some valuable lesson from it. These disciples would long remember this night and profit from the lessons that it had afforded them. And so we must, oh, so must we profit from our own personal nights of unprofitable toil. It is hard to do um, toiling all night and then, you know, you gain nothing, okay? You, nothing happens, okay? You didn't even uh, have that blessing. So, but God is there to bless them. So the lesson here, a lesson on the watchful care of Christ may be learned from our nights of unprofitable toil. No matter how far on the sea this man drifted, they never be on the watchful eyes of Christ. Thank God that Christ is still concerned to us. Thank God that His eyes is always with us. Amen? His care is always there. Amen? His care is always there. Some are more aware of the watchful care of Christ than others. For John was the first to exclaim, "Okay, It is the Lord. He was the one. Who is John? John the Beloved. Okay? As we can see, what verse is that? Verse 7. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Who is that? John the Beloved. Okay? It is the Lord. So some respond more quickly than others to watch to the watchful care of christ although john was the first to recognize christ peter was the one to respond okay what happened to Pe- peter always wants to to dive into to the water right <laughs> he wants to follow christ remember the story when he walked on the water okay he was the one who is brave and you know bold to to walk on the water and that story was uh tremendous because um until now no one no no one can walk on the water, okay? And Peter experienced that. What a what a record. It's a uh, genius book of record, right? Guinness book of record that he walked on the water. Those who, we uh, those um, movies that we watch, those are fake, okay? That that they walk to the water, those are fake. But Really, Peter walked on the water. He has that record, world record. Okay? So, as we can see, Peter was the first to respond. Recognizing at once the truth of John's remark, Peter drew his outer garment about him and plunged into the sea to reach the shore and the Lord as quickly as possible. As we can see here, secondly, a lesson of abund- on the abundant blessings from God may be learned from our nights of unprofitable toil. Okay, there is a wonderful lesson that we can see. The abundant blessing of God underscore our dependence on God. Sometimes we work hard, and then sometimes nothing happens. We just have to wait and see. There's a lesson behind that. Maybe. Our hearts is not right with God. Maybe that we work and work hard, and then our ju- our pockets are just uh, you know have have a holes, and then you put all the monies, and then it's nothing. Okay, nothing happens. But remember, the eyes of God is always there. Watchful eyes of God is always there. There is something that we can get. There is a lesson that God wants us to know. Amen? In verse 11, Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land of great fishes, 153. hundred and fifty and three, for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. There were so many, they caught a lot of fishes, but their nets, okay, their nets, Hold on those fishes. Okay, I don't know how. How, it's not made in China, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's made in Philippines. Okay, <laughs> or U.S. Not easily broken. Okay, so th- because God holds the net, <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Jesus Christ holds the net. Okay, those multitude of fishes that they caught. In count, we have 153 fish, fishes. So here's the lesson for all of us. The time will never come when we will be able to conquer the world without Christ. The time will never come when we will be able to conquer the world without Christ. Likewise, the day will never dawn when directed by him, we spend our strength for naught okay we cannot do everything without christ as paul says i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me amen. our strength is coming from the lord amen our strength is coming from our health is coming from the lord we didn't you know give something to god for our strength okay for the air that we breathe every day those are blessings from the Lord. Amen? Those are the abundant blessings of God to us. So we need to be thankful. And also, the abundant blessings of God are not intended to be wasted. They were, how many fishes again? 153 fish of great size, yet the net did not break. Okay? For Christ had not given this fish to be wasted. Okay. God has given this fish, not for them only, but I believe for the other disciples as well. Amen? Other people as well. God gave them the blessing and they need to share that blessing to others. Neither does God grant blessings to you and me for us to squander. So, another lesson here, a lesson on the gracious invitation of Christ to human may be learned from our own nights off. Unprofitable toil. In verses 12 to 13, what was the sweetest word that you can hear from our Lord? The sweetest words these fatigued disciples had heard since they had last seen the resurrected Lord were? Come and dine. Amen? Come and dine. The gracious invitation of Christ to man is impartial. Amen? Jesus did not say, oh John, you were the first one to recognize me, so you only may come. Okay? Okay? nor did he say peter you were the one who cared enough to rush to greet me so only you may come but rather the invitation was impartial to extend uh, partially in- extended to all amen come and dine so it is equally extended to all today amen revelation chapter 22 verse 7 and the spirit and the bride say Come and let him that heareth say come and let him that is thirst come and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. Amen. That is the blessing, the gracious invitation of Christ to men. Secondly, the greatest of the gracious invitation of Christ offers to meet. Your deepest need. Okay? Offers to meet your deepest need. The disciple had fasted all the night long. As they lifted and lowered their heavy nets and rowed the boat, they were famished and exhausted. They were tired. They toiled all night. They haven't slept yet. Okay? And the most pressing need of that moment was for nourishment. Aren't you thankful that in our church, every time that we have our services, or oh, every Sunday we have what we call a, a feast? Amen? Aren't you glad about that? An ending, An ending feast. And I believe later on after this service, we have a feast again. <laughs> it's always like that, amen? Amen? I'm always gaining weight. I told my wife to to have my diet, but you know, it's hard to do that because it's always a feast. Okay, but you know what? That's a blessing, amen. Amen. And it's biblical, because the Lord Himself prepared a meal for His disciples. He loves to eat. He loves to eat, amen. And what a blessing, the Lord Jesus Christ himself prepared a meal for them. Right? As you can see, they have what we call a picnic, picnic on the shore. At this moment, he prepared something for his disciples. And that is their greatest need, their their need, deepest need at this time. They need to eat because they were famished and exhausted, for all night of toiling. You know what? The sweetest words that we can hear from our Lord is, "Come and dine," Amen. Amen. Come and dine. And I I can hear that too in our church, Amen. Come and dine, Amen. Amen. Come and eat. Right? Eat all you can. And bow all you can daw, sabi <laughs> Okay, What a blessing, amen? What a blessing. We've been nourished by spiritual food here in our church and we have a bonus part also. Physical food. San kayo makakakita ng church na Amen? We're so blessed. Only in Bergen. Amen. Only Bergen. So, as we can see here, Christ also invites you to come and dine. The bread of this world lives unsatisfied in the inner hunger of the soul. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. That's why he died on the cross. He was crucified. He gave his flesh. He gave everything for us to live eternally. Amen? For us to have that gift of salvation. Amen? For us to have that salvation in our life. So what a blessing. And we know in heaven, there will be an ending feast. God is not only preparing, you know, food for us, meal for us, but also a mansion. Amen? Where we have to, you know, enjoy the beauty of heaven. So, lastly here. Amen? Last. Gising na po. Last. The gracious invitation of Christ to humans is still extended. Amen? What a, what a blessing the, is the word extended there. Okay, Extended. Christ told the parable of the man who prepared a great supper and invited many to come. He sent his disciples out of, in the, into the streets and laid to invite the poor, the mean, the lame, and the blind. In Luke chapter 14 verse 22. That's the story. And after having gathered a great number of guests, the servant said, okay, in Luke chapter 14, verse 22, and the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou has commanded, and yet there is room. Amen? There is room. What's the lesson here? Only Jesus can satisfy our soul. And there is always available blessing for you. Amen? Amen? So, come and dine. Come and dine. Thank God, though many have partaken, yet there is room. Christ still says to you, come and dine. Come and dine. And you know what? There's a song, amen? Do you know the song, come and dine? Amen. Come and dine. And, kaya po tayong special number from the pastor. So, We're going to sing this song, Come and Dine. Amen? And uh, I would like you to take note of um, verse 2, where we got the the message. Uh, the, The message here, The disciples came to the land, thus obey Christ's command, for the Master called it to them, Come and Dine. There they found their heart's desire, bread and fish upon the fire. Amen? Thus He satisfies the hungry every time. Okay. Do you know this song? How among you knows this song? This is um, very seldom to, to sing because we this song is not in our hymn now. Right? But I, I found one from our different hymn. So let's all sing Common Dime. Jesus has a stable spread Where the saints of God are fed he invites his chosen people, come and dine. With his manna he doth fed, and supplies that are every need. Oh, it is sweet to sup with Jesus all the time. Come and dine, the masters call it, come and dine you may feast at jesus table all the time he who fed the multitude turned the water into wine to the hungry call it now come and dine on the second the disciples came to land thus obeying christ's command Oh, where the Master calleth them, oh, come and dine. Amen. There they found their heart's desire, bread and fish upon the fire, that satisfies the hungry every time. Come and dine, the Master calleth, come and dine. You may peace at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry, call it now. Come and dine on the last now. Soon the lamb will take his bride to be ever at his side. All the hosts of heaven will assemble be. Oh, it will be a glorious sight, all the saints in thoughtless white. And with Jesus they will be eternally. Amen. Amen. Come and dine, the masters call it, come and dine. You may peace at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude, turned the water into wine. To the hungry call it now, come and dine. Amen. Thank you for singing that beautiful song. And you know what? what is the waste life without jesus amen life without jesus is life wasted so let's go to the lord in prayer gracious god heavenly father thank you lord for this um, day that you have given to us most especially O oh lord your message and thank you lord for the wonderful truths that you showed to us O oh lord god to the experience of these disciples and, uh, this, these disciples were afraid, they were ashamed of what they did they were far from you, oh Lord God, but thank God, oh Lord, that your concern is always there, that your care is always there that your hand and eyes is always with them, oh Lord God thank you, Lord, that you never leave us nor forsake us thank you, Lord uh, that every time we commit um, sin against thee your forgiveness is always there thank you lord for your loving hand thank you lord for giving us second chances thank you lord for your forgiveness and thank you lord that we can enjoy now your fellowship thank you lord for the relationship that we have with thee and we're just asking for your mercy and grace for those people who are haven't have uh, who uh, never receive you Lord God as their Lord and personal savior of their life. I pray that uh, they will realize that they need you that they cannot go to heaven without you without you in their lives O oh Lord because you are the only way to go to heaven. you are the only way oh Lord God for them to enjoy. Everything to enjoy the feast that you have set before, and we just want to praise you once again, O oh Lord God, for saving our soul. And we just hope and pray, O oh Lord, for our loved ones and friends, that they will experience also what we have experienced, O oh Lord God, when we have that salvation, and help us, O oh Lord, to grow more, O oh Lord God. And help us, Lord, to be sensitive, Lord, in your leading to our lives. We need your divine guidance, Lord, every time we have our decision. And Lord, help also our young ones, Lord, to realize that um, it is always important to go to church. It's always important to to hear the word of God because this is the word that they need to hear. We know, Lord, that a lot of um, things in the world echo to their minds, O Lord, but we just want to pray, O God, that you help them, O Lord, to be directed uh, by your word, O Lord, God, and help us also as they look on us. I pray that you help us, O Lord, to be faithful and help us to be a good example as well to them and help them, O Lord, to grow, and we know that our future, O oh Lord God, is with them, O oh Lord, the next generation. And help them, O oh Lord, to be more faithful. And thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for seeking with us, oh Lord, once again. And bless your people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So thank you, church, for listening. And may I call on Pastor Sam 2.